my fellow plebs, River is setting a new standard in Bitcoin. At river.com, you'll pay zero fees when you dollar cost average. Truly the best way to build your Bitcoin wallet. All Bitcoin at River is held in secure cold storage with 100% full reserves. There's no need to wonder what's happening behind the scenes. Your Bitcoin is your Bitcoin to withdraw at any time. Additionally, River lets you make Bitcoin payments via the Lightning Network, offers a Lightning integration for developers, and allows you to mine Bitcoin directly to your River account. River has a level of service that is unheard of in this industry, including phone support, private client advisors, and the ability to designate beneficiaries to inherit your Bitcoin wealth. River has become the premium name in Bitcoin that anyone can easily access. Sure, you have a place to buy Bitcoin, but have you tried River? See and feel the difference at River.com and the River iOS app, the preferred partner of Bitcoin Magazine. My fellow plebs, today's podcast is also brought to you by Moon Mortgage. As the world moves increasingly towards the mainstream adoption of Bitcoin and other digital assets, Moon Mortgage makes it possible to materialize your assets into real estate. Through the collateralization of mortgages with Bitcoin and other digital assets, Moon Mortgage will be launching lending solutions to allow investors to easily leverage their assets to purchase investments in owner-occupied property. Moon Mortgage's crypto mortgage will be launching soon for home buyers in Texas, Florida, and Colorado, and will also be open to investors in most states across the U.S. for investment properties. Welcome to the future of mortgages. Visit moonmortgage.com today to register and learn more. Moon Mortgage Residential is registered with the NMLS under number 235334. Today's episode is brought to you by Gordon Law Group. If you've tried to do Bitcoin taxes yourself, you know how complicated it is. You can spend hours and hours going through your transactions and researching tax forms and you're still not sure if it's right or if the IRS will come after you. Or maybe you're so intimidated by Bitcoin taxes that you don't even know where to start. Gordon Law Group can help. Ditch the spreadsheets and feel confident with a bulletproof Bitcoin tax return. They can help with IRS payment plans and they also provide a full range of legal and accounting services for Bitcoin and digital asset startups. Get your taxes done right the first time with the original Bitcoin and digital asset tax pros. Go to gordonlawltd.com forward slash BTC. As a bonus, they'll send you the ultimate Bitcoin tax guide for free. That's gordonlawltd.com forward slash BTC. Bitcoiners, welcome back to the Bitcoin Magazine podcast. I am sitting in a room in person with Andrew King, CFO of MicroStrategy at MicroStrategy World. It is amazing here in Orlando, a lot of great energy upstairs. It's kind of like two worlds coming together in one conference. It's the MicroStrategy ecosystem. It's the Bitcoin world. Andrew, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. I'm doing great. Uh, there is a ton of energy here, like you just described. Uh, this is our first in-person conference, I believe since 2019. And on the micro strategy side, there's certainly a lot of excitement in the launch of uh, micro strategy one, as well as some of the future product development things are doing, but equally, and maybe for me more exciting and for our listeners, probably more exciting is that this is the first Bitcoin and lightning for corporations in person during this event. So Bitcoin for corporations is something that micro strategy has done. Now, I think this may be the third year. The prior two years have been virtual and we've had a lot of good content. This is the first time we're in person. And now that we are 
also developing some lightning related products. We have a whole track dedicated to our lightning initiative, as well as uh, a lot of the, the providers and product developers in the lightning ecosystem. So it's really bringing together MicroStrategy uh, business uh, intelligence software with Bitcoin and now with Lightning, Lightning as well. So very exciting. Yeah, I mean, there's a really strong Lightning focus. That's for sure. A lot of the talks are oriented around that. And a lot of the businesses that are here are Lightning businesses. I wanted to jump into kind of your Bitcoin story and learn a little bit about more about, you know, what MicroStrategy is doing on the cutting edge of Bitcoin. But, you know, Andrew, you joined MicroStrategy a year ago. So congratulations on one year. You know, famously, MicroStrategy joined, you know, or, or pioneered becoming a public company in the Bitcoin space and having a Bitcoin treasury standard prior to you joining. I'm kind of curious, like, what's your Bitcoin story? What is it like, you know, going from, you know, the banking sector and the finance sector and joining a company like MicroStrategy at the role of CFO, given, you know, the Bitcoin strategy? Yeah, I think it, that's a that's a great question. And thank you. You know, it's been an amazing year um, and it's been a, an amazing learning year. And so I think I'm extremely excited to have had the opportunity to join MicroStrategy. And now having been here a year, I'm certainly even more invigorated in, in kind of what the, the mission and, the, and the, the goals of the company are. And as you noted, MicroStrategy has been around for 30 plus years in the, in the business intelligence software business in late 2020, August of 2020, we decided to take all of our store of value, which at the time were cash and cash equivalents and move them to Bitcoin. And that began the journey that started in 2020. And now as of the last quarter culminates to us owning 140,000 Bitcoin on our balance sheet. And that's been a process over those two plus years where we've invested capital that we've raised in the markets. We've invested cash. We've generated from the, the software business. And every quarter since we began the strategy, we've accumulated and purchased more Bitcoin. So it's, it's definitely been an interesting journey for me personally. I grew up in banking and financial services. And, you know, when, when I kind of had the opportunity to think about micro strategy as a, as a next step in my career, I think the most impactful kind of thought process behind my decision was trying to find an opportunity that was as unique as possible and really thinking of things that would challenge me and, and, you know, help me feel good about, you know, delivering work product and creating solutions and finding ways to do things that others hadn't done before. And MicroStrategy was, you know, and is, in my opinion, really the only company in the world that has an operating business that generates, you know, you know, very strong recurring cash flows and also has, you know, the most important public company digital asset strategy out there right now. So really marrying those two things doesn't exist anywhere, right? So if I had looked for that type of opportunity, it, it wouldn't exist outside of MicroStrategy. And for me, you know, I think coming on board, learning about the software business, getting up to speed and, you know, really diving in headfirst on, on Bitcoin, it's, it's been an amazing learning year for me. So was it micro strategy first and then kind of learning about Bitcoin or was there any like kind of Bitcoin prior to taking on the challenge that is micro strategy? So I would say at an elementary level, you know, it's hard, you know, to have not thought about the, the innovations in technology around cryptocurrency and specifically in Bitcoin. So yeah, I remember talking about Bitcoin many, many years ago and, and, and learning about it. 
uh, over the years. But, you know, as most of you guys know in, in the Bitcoin community, it's something that, you know, you have to kind of commit to and you have to really com you know, devote the energy and time into really understanding it. So it's kind of hard to do that kind of from the side of your desk. And so for me, I'd say that I certainly believed in understanding of, of Bitcoin and, and, and cryptocurrency. I believe that, you know, in the future, there will be a revolution in, you know, how we think about the intersection of technology and, and monetary policy and currency and, and all of those types of things. And so to me, it was a, it was a great time for, for me to jump in and get involved. And, and as I joined, you know, I probably split my time equally, right? Uh, half of my time understanding the software business and half of my time really doing that next level of education and information gathering on Bitcoin. And it, like I said, it's been a really good journey. So you said that MicroStrategy, and I agree with you, is the only company out there that kind of marries like, let's call it a fruitful cash flowing business with the bleeding edge of store value technology, which is Bitcoin, right? And being on the bleeding edge offer or, you know, presents an enormous amount of challenges. Can you talk a little bit about some of the challenges that have, a, you know, a company taking on this role? Sure. You know, I think with challenge, you know, I, I think of your question, I think of like the ecosystem, right? The, the cryptocurrency and as part of that, obviously the Bitcoin ecosystem is still maturing. And so there's challenges within operating within that ecosystem. And we're seeing some of those things more recently from the regulators. And we're seeing that now spill over into like the banking industry. We see changes that are happening from an accounting perspective. So I think, you know, for, for me, as I reflect on the past year, the challenges are just around navigating that and, and helping move the ball forward in terms of, you know, an ecosystem that's still, you know, is still maturing and helping move the ball forward in the right direction that will ultimately create better transparency, more efficient processes, you know, more institutional adoption. And those, all of those things to me will ultimately help support the success of Bitcoin for forever. Yeah. I mean, one of the challenges, and I remember this is something that Michael brought up, you know, publicly is from an accounting perspective, it, it doesn't treat Bitcoin the same as cash or, or cash equivalents. And it's, that makes it difficult for a company that's storing a lot of value in Bitcoin to kind of communicate that. What, what's the current status there? And, you know, how, have you and, and MicroStrategy made kind of progress and in, in, in the hearts and minds of regulators and, and accountants on, on like Bitcoin best practices in, in accounting? Yeah, so that is probably one of the top areas of focus for us right now. The, the accounting policy around Bitcoin um, has been one of the challenges. Under the current accounting rules, it's, it's defined as an intangible asset and what's you know, the equivalent of an intangible asset is something like intellectual property or, you know, things of that nature that, you know, in, that are intangible. And with that, the current accounting policy states that um, if you buy a Bitcoin, let's say at uh, $30,000, and then that Bitcoin were to depreciate to $20,000, you have to take a, an impairment charge or you have to run a loss of that difference through your P&L. Subsequent to that, unlike other kind of instruments or assets, if that Bitcoin were to go from 20,000 back to 30,000, 
the current accounting rules don't allow you to recognize that market change or reverse that loss or take a gain on that subsequent price movement. So really, you know, I call it a one-way street, right? If, if price goes down, then you got to take a loss on that price change. But if price goes back up, you can't ever recognize that even though the market or the fair value in the market has increased. So that's been a challenge with our investors. It's been a challenge with, you know, people trying to understand our financial statements. And so what's really, what's really significant about the, the current time is that the accounting regulators are looking at that role and they're reevaluating that. And, and they've proposed actually, and, and there's something called an exposure draft that's out right now, basically changing that rule so that companies would be able to kind of take into account the fair market value of Bitcoin in particular as it pertains to micro strategy. So it'll become much more transparent and much more relevant to like how the market uh, treats and views Bitcoin and, and specifically the price of Bitcoin. So I think once that happens, people will understand how holding Bitcoin flows through one's financial statements. It'll be more transparent. It'll be more comparable. Um, amongst companies as well. And therefore, I think it'll be one of the hurdles that will allow other people, other corporates, other public companies that are interested in either initiating new Bitcoin purchases, or, you know, if you think about people like Tesla and Block who already have Bitcoin, they might be, they might feel more comfortable on increasing their exposure to Bitcoin because the accounting and the financial reporting rules will be more, more relevant. So I do think right now, you know, that's probably one of the most important things that that is happening within the, the ecosystem. So overall, it sounds like you you would welcome these changes. Yes, we would. And in fact, you know, we've worked, you know, very diligently over the years in, in terms of like there's a formal process called, you know, a comment letter process where MicroStrategy actually, you know, interacted with the regulators and said, here, here's how we think it should work. And here's how we advocate for holding Bitcoin on corporate balance sheets. And much of those rules have been integrated into the, the current proposed ruling. So we think, you know, as a steward to Bitcoin and other public companies or even private companies thinking about adopting Bitcoin as a treasury standard, I think, you know, we've, we've done as much as we can to advance that within, you know, a better understanding and a better experience profile. And so we hope that that will help um, not only advance the ball with the SEC, but also create a playbook for others. You know, I, I spoke a little bit about it today on the panel that I was on, but we've really open sourced MicroStrategy's playbook, so to speak, on how to adopt Bitcoin on your balance sheet and all the accounting rules, all the custody rules, all the risk and control elements. And we've kind of made that public to people. So if you go to our website, um, you'll be able to see our policy documents. You'll be able to see all the things that we take into account, all the considerations and steps you have to think about in order to acquire and hold Bitcoin on your balance sheet and do it in a safe and risk managed manner. Plebs, if you're like me and want to gain a deeper understanding of what's going on within the Bitcoin market and broader macro environment, then you need to subscribe to Bitcoin Magazine Pro today. There's a free and a paid version of this daily newsletter where our market analysts Dylan LeClaire, Dr. Jeff Ross, and Sam Rule break down what's going on in the market so you don't have to. Subscribe today at BitcoinMagazinePro.com.
that all makes a lot of sense. I'm curious, like, are you, not to stick on the accounting stuff, it seems boring, but at the same time, it's so important. Like, are you confident, like, what's your degree of confidence that, like, you know, these kind of pretty prominent changes or or positive changes are going to, going to take, you know, become official? Yeah. Look, I, it's hard to ever predict a confidence level on, on, on how, you know, regulators will react, but I'm, I'm, I'm certainly hopeful given the focus that, that is on this topic, given the, the timeline that has been kind of executed so far. I do think that, you know, the, the accounting regulators understand that there's, you know, a fairly significant improvement that could be made. And it's not only micro strategy. In fact, um, you know, early on in the process, there was a comment period that kind of started all of this change. As you expect, it takes a long period of time. And it wasn't just micro strategy. It was hundreds of other companies and investors who who also had similar messages to say, hey, you know, we think this should really be improved. There's a better way to do this. There's a more transparent and relevant way to report uh, digital asset holdings. And so I think all of those things have really come to play where we think that, you know, the, the, the direction is, is the right one and hopefully the timing will be sooner than later. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Again, when MicroStrategy adopted a Bitcoin standard, and then that was kind of quickly followed by Tesla and and Square making announcements and purchases themselves. You know, people thought that the floodgates were opening. It's like you know, Pandora's box has has been broken wide open, and now every company is going to jump into this kind of like Bitcoin fever. That didn't happen. You know, I think that obviously a, a lot of the work that you're doing to kind of make it easier now is going to change it you know, for companies in the future. I guess, can you talk a little bit about your conversations with other CFOs and and other corporate treasury managers about the Bitcoin strategy and maybe like what those conversations are like about why Bitcoin? Sure. I, it's certainly in, in a group like you just described, I was, I was at a, a forum of, of CFO and finance executives not too long ago. And there were a lot of different topics, you know, it wasn't just crypto related. But when we got to like around the room, everyone was kind of talking about it and everyone starts looking at me and everyone's like, well, the thing on everyone's mind is, is Bitcoin. And so even within that room of a very diverse array of CFOs and, and diverse uh, industries represented across the board, it wasn't just technology company, it was banks and financial institutions, it was retail, it was pharma, it was insurance. There was a, a lot of different people re- represented. And I would say more than, exp- I was surprised by the interest that all of those uh, people had in understanding. I think it first starts with a basis of understanding because for the, like, if I think about the broader population, it's still, it's still taking time for people to really understand it. And it is technology and, you know, technology tends to take more time to understand it. And I think we've definitely moved further, so to speak, in the, in the, in the game, in the ball game around people really understanding Bitcoin and being able to think about it as, as a, a store of value. I think things like Lightning, for example, where, you know, it creates another use case that it can be used for payments and things like that will, you know, further kind of bring the topic of Bitcoin in, into discussion. But I would say generally everyone I've spoken to is always curious about it um, and wants to learn more about it. You know, the folks that are into it, love it. There's also still a group that are skeptical, but I think the bulge in the middle generally want to learn 
because it is something, it is a component of, of how we live in our society and, and the technological advances that are happening that if you ignore it, I think uh, you'll be left behind. Yeah, I mean, that, I find that to be compelling. And, you know, I think that it's important that people have, especially in roles like yourself, they've kind of seen the dot-com bubble. They've seen, they've seen, you know, the internet take over everything. They've seen Uber and, and Lyft take out cabs. And I think that they can imagine, you know, what the future of a monetary technology looks like. My last question, and I know, you know, you have, you have a busy day and you need to go, but, you know, in your own words, like, what what edge does Bitcoin give, you know, to someone in your role, you know, at a company like MicroStrategy? So Bitcoin specifically, and, you know, many, many of those that are into Bitcoin will understand the differentiators of Bitcoin versus the other cryptocurrencies in terms of decentralization and security and longevity, you know, the prominence it holds, you know, from just a market, a market capacity within the cryptocurrency sector, it is, it is, in my opinion, you know, the, the digital gold standard. And, you know, when I think about folks, corporations and treasurers trying to understand, you know, you know, long-term stores of value, micro strategies example is one that I think many people can relate to. You hold a lot of, um, of that investment in cash, cash tends to fluctuate, cash can be regulated, cash values can go up and down. We saw that last year. And we've seen that, you know, multiple times over and in other countries, it's even more severe, but I really think that, you know, Bitcoin is, is something that will continue to gain recognition. It will, con you know, once the, the, the regulatory environment sort of continues to mature, I think more people will think about it. You know, I think for us, MicroStrategy uh, is also the pioneer in the sense that we took all of our, we have such conviction around Bitcoin. We took all of our assets that were held in cash and moved into Bitcoin. I think other corporates will probably, you know, there'll be a mix, right? There'll be people that, like I said, who already own Bitcoin that will buy more. There'll be others that don't own any Bitcoin that will dip their toe in the water. But over time, you know, we always say Bitcoin is a long-term store of value, right? It's not something that, you know, if you look at all the price volatility in the past couple of years, yeah, you know, it's gone up and down. But if you look in the long-term, I think a lot of other corporates will begin to realize that, you know, if, whether they decide to go all in like we did or whether they decide to dip their toe, it'll be a, a, an interesting um, strategy for their corporate balance sheets as well. Andrew, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate you giving us some insight and knowledge on, you know, what is happening with MicroStrategy, what your personal journey into this role in Bitcoin has been like. I want to give you a chance, you know, to give a shout out at the end, a last word. Well, no, I guess, thank you for the opportunity. I'm really excited to, to become a bigger part of the Bitcoin community. Um, and I appreciate you joining us here at our conference. This has really been a forum for us to continue sharing our knowledge, continue sharing our journey, and we'll continue doing that. So we appreciate you guys supporting that too. So thank you. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Cheers. Thank you, Miami, for the last three years in this amazing city. The whole world shut down, but Miami welcomed us with open arms. We want to show Bitcoin to the whole world. We are taking the conference on the road to set the stage for Bitcoin in a new city. Nashville. Bitcoin 2024 is coming to Nashville in Tennessee.
a city that is known as a music and freedom city. Bitcoin 2024 in Nashville from July 25th to 27th. Plebs, if you're like me and want to gain a deeper understanding of what's going on within the Bitcoin market and broader macro environment, then you need to subscribe to Bitcoin Magazine Pro today. There's a free and a paid version of this daily newsletter where our market analysts Dylan LeClaire, Dr. Jeff Ross, and Sam Rule break down what's going on in the market so you don't have to. Subscribe today at BitcoinMagazinePro.com.